Welcome to Creepy Critter, is the podcast where I talk about uh, cryptids in similar detail with a guest. Uh, this uh, today, I'm with a, a really, a really spooky Canadian, Laura. Hi. Yeah. You're yes, on spooky. a spook scale from. I can't think of any particularly spooky Canadians. Justin Bieber's kind of like. Every time I think of him, I shudder. I don't know if that counts as spooky. Well, like he's he's gone, like he's gone from like just like you know, just like whatever to mm-hmm. like kind of weird, like 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 childhood star weird, which he was. Yeah. So, um, like he anyway. released a, he released a whole song <laughs> called "Yummy," which is basically just comparing his fiance to food. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! And it's a real bad music video too, and not a great song. Oh, I'm uh, sure. Yeah, you still made millions off of it, but whatever. Um, yeah, but you know. Speaking of actually spooking Canadians, yeah, sure. Talk about this on on the air. Um, have you ever done the Ogopogo or any specifically Canadian cryptid? Because if you haven't, I'd love to be on for those episodes. I have not. I've only talked about one set of Canadian cryptids. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting squatches. Mm-hmm. Um. Because that's just kind of like a, that's kind of like just northern part of the Americas thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, borders didn't used to be where they are now, so. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of just like up north and North America and then kind of throughout mm-hmm. uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I haven't done a lot of Canadian stuff, so okay. I'll definitely have you on. I'll try to have both you and Sean on for yeah, that'd be great. some stuff. I talked about a, uh, about basically... I talked, well, no, I talked about a, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. it was a Canadian, it was basically like a Mothman type thing, mm-hmm. but instead of Mothman, it had a spider face. Ooh. Um. Cool. And that one literally had one source, and it was to a, per- a supernatural blog. <laughs> um. Does it also warn people that bridges are going to collapse, or? No, no, it just kind of hangs out. incipient blizzards. <laughs> No, it just kind of hangs out in uh, built up uh, barns. Oh, chill. Like, you know, didn't, didn't even do anything. And uh, it was a basically like a a T Rex cool. around a lake. That was it. All right. Yeah. So- but, but yeah, but we're gonna. But today, um, well, Laura here, mm-hmm. uh, not to dox you or anything, uh, does nanny stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I haven't. Uh, and I feel like you would be uh, more. Well, actually, I know people who have kids, but whatever. You do nanny stuff, uh, and mm-hmm. I just want to talk about some uh, some babies and and, and children uh, monsters today. Um, I have I have a couple of them. Um, and just to be clear, by child monsters, you don't mean spoiled kids. You mean actual monsters who are also children. Although yeah. I guess there could be some overlap there. Yeah, yeah, there could be a little bit. Okay. There's gonna be a ins- not an insignificant uh, crossover with colonialism in this oh. and being baptized because it turns out a lot of monsters come from not being baptized and dying okay. beforehand. But we'll get to that later. So the first one we're going to be calling uh, talking about is the Ichiko. Um. So if you're looking at the Romanized version of the word um the one i'm talking about is an i starts with an i but i'm gonna be the one i'm talking about here the ijiko is actually 
It's actually named after a traditional knit basket to keep a baby in. Okay. So the yokai Ichiko, and this is with an eye, uh, takes the form of this basket and appears in a burning flame. The Ichiko is a baby yokai that stays in the basket uh, under a tree waiting for travelers to pass by. And if they come by and kneel over the uh, basket, the Ichiko will bite or lick their face. One of those is significantly worse than the other, I feel. I mean, so I will say that (laughs) this is actually fairly harmless. Yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, if it's this is a toddler might do this to Mm -hmm. you. And they have to me specifically. Yeah. So like, (laughs) I mean, but the the difference is that this is a ghost baby (laughs) and that it sets itself on fire. Oh, it sets itself on fire. Okay, I didn't... I somehow skipped over that fact. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so so you said this is a yokai, so uh, is it China, Japan? Uh, Japanese. Japanese, okay. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's it for it. It's, it's <laughs> basically just an on-fire baby. Fire baby that might bite you or lick you. Yeah. If you take a look and go to see if it's, if it's okay. chill. It's okay, you know. You're just like, oh, look, that baby's on fire. Then you bur- go over, try to pick it up, and it bites you. Just, ah, no. <laughs> this cert. <laughs> Why is this baby on fire? Why is it licking me? I mean, it doesn't seem upset about the fact that it's on fire, so I guess it's okay? Yeah, no, it's it's just a thing. It's If anything, this is just a minor inconvenience. Yeah. I think you could learn to deal with that. I feel I feel like I would like still try to take it with me though and yeah. make sure it's safe even if yeah. it was like I'd try to take first I'll take it out of the fire and even if it was trying to bite like like my face I would probably just hold it away from me or wrap its head or like wrap like a something loosely around its head so it's not trying to bite me. Uh-huh. Well, I feel like here you have to sort of do a cost benefit analysis. Well, not cost benefit, but like you have to think okay, if it's a ghost spirit and I take it with me. What's the worst that can happen? All it's done is sort of bite me with its little baby gums. Whereas if it is a real child, and I think, oh, that might be a ghost, better leave it. You're abandoning a human child to die, and that's you. You are the monster there. And really, if you think about it, it's kind of like a reverse uh, graveyard book. Instead of dead people mm-hmm. raising a uh, a baby, it's a, a a live baby. It's a live person raising a dead baby. Yes. I need to read the graveyard book again. It was really good. It's a very good book. If you haven't read it, read it. It's it's Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. It's a Neil Gaiman children's book, but not as scary as Coraline. No, I mean, not it has sc- scary parts, but it's not. No, it's not. Coraline as scary. traumatized me. No, but graveyard book is just good. Basically, you go through the childhood of this child whose parents died in a graveyard, and he was just raised by all the ghosts in the graveyard, and you kind of go through uh, its life and. Mm-hmm. It has, like, Danny Phantom powers for a little bit, which is yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> because it was raised by ghosts, so it doesn't understand that for a bit. It's just like, yeah, turning invisible is normal. And going through solid objects. I, it's been a while since I read it, but... but well, which, which implies that in that world, all humans have that ability. Yeah, they can learn it if given the right opportunity. Which, which means that it's probably some form of magic, or every human is actually a ghost piloting a, a, a flesh mech. Well... That's not untrue. Yeah, so... If you look at it from a certain perspective. Yeah, I guess. 
so yeah, we're gonna get to uh, first of very many unbaptized children. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, no, this is the first one. No, no, th- no, this is the first one. So then we have the Ty uh, Tyranac, Tyanac, uh, which is uh, I always say tagalong, but it's not that. It's tagalog. Tagal or talog? I definitely can't pronounce it right, but I know what language. It's something like that. Um, And it's basically a small, ball-headed goblin with sharp teeth and pointed ears and bloodshot eyes Mm. and disproportionate legs. So the left leg is shorter while the right right leg is real long. Okay. Um, It disguises itself as a baby abandoned in the woods. Uh, or the or filled, and it wails loudly to attract a passerby. When picked up, it sheds its disguise like a snake shedding its own skin. First off, very scary. Revealing its, ve- revealing its true form and kills. Can you imagine the vi- picking a baby up to, and it unpeels itself into a goblin monster. <laughs> <laughs> so then it reveals its true form and kills its victim by biting and mauling. Uh, various speculations on how the uh, ta- uh, the ta- uh, the Tyan, uh, Tyanax, uh, came, uh, came to be ranges from babies born, uh, dead in the woods to Catholic influenced, uh, to Catholic influenced, unbaptized, stillborn infants, and later extended to vengeful murdered infants and aborted fetuses. Wow. Dark. So it, you said it disguises itself as a human baby. It, is the spirit of a baby, but it can make itself look like a normal. Well, no, no, it's a goblin. Like, it's a full-on physical thing. But they're made from unjustly dead infants, I guess is what I'm... If you go by more modern uh, influences, it depends on if you think uh, abortion is uh, wrong or not. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, in, in a folklore sort of sense, the idea yeah. that, like, the kid... Yeah. Yeah. Kid died before it was supposed to. Yeah. You know, they could have went the kid eternity route and just give it immortal life and a lot of powers. Hmm. Um, so by the way, is... kid eternity is like really great. Um, just read it. It's about kid... a kid who died 75 years old too early. 75 years too early. Wow. And uh, Peter at the gate basically was just like, oh, fuck, I messed up. Um, <laughs> you have powers now. <laughs> to make up for dying by accident too early. Um, so this is from the Philippines? Yes, it's from the Philippines. Um, if you listen to any of my Philippine, uh, the Fili- Filipino monsters, um, uh, there's a, there's a kind of a through line. Um, a lot, of, a, a lot of like, a lot of, uh, vampirism and just, and just small things just chowing down. Listen, that, like, area, of southeastern Asia? I'm not going to geography. Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia, much like Eastern Europe, just nuts for vampires. Just, it goes absolutely ham on vampirism. uh, The Mananaga, the Mananaga, or the Aswang, Aswang, or the Mananaga. I probably got that wrong. (laughs) But, uh, but it's basically just like, it's basically just, uh, a woman, well, the, the top half of a woman with mm-hmm. bat wings and a proboscis that just that just kind of 
does abortions on women by sucking out the fetal tissue out of the through their undercarriage. It's very bad. You know about the flying head one whose name I can't remember, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's another one. I'll ha- I'll be doing some more uh Filipino stuff soon. But that's pretty much that one. So what what do you think about this one? Besides it being horrifying. Think about it? Yeah. I don't love it. Um I mean it's definitely more deadly than the previous one. That previous um, one is just a baby but on fire. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen the short at the end of Incredibles 1. I could... Jack-Jack attack or whatever it's called. I could yeah. deal with that. Uh, <laughs> a f- a b- baby on fire that sometimes bites you. Um, this is a whole other thing. And I think... Yeah, I feel like this one, the thing that's terrifying about this one is that it unsheaths its- itself out of like mm-hmm. a baby shell. That is definitely, I would say, the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it didn't say... If it didn't say it sheds its... Mm-hmm. It sheds its disguise like a skin shedding old skin. Yeah. Like, if it just <laughs> appeared back, that wouldn't be as scary. Sure. Like, but it sheds itself. Like it's, it's the, Yeah, it's the difference between false advertising and absolute horror. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's the, it, like, I'm imagining, I'm imagining it's almost like, like if it had, like, a flay baby skin. Ooh. Oh, on, God. That it barely fit. Oh, you remember that? Do you remember that thing in like the seventh Harry Potter where the snake comes out of the old woman? Yeah. Yeah. That, but (laughs) with the baby. Oof. Uh, Next one we have is the Abura uh, Akago, which means loyal baby. Um, And it is another yokai from the Omi uh, province of Japan. They typically appear as a orb of fire, but can transform in the shape of a human child. They start out as a, f- a fireball, which floats around until it go- comes to a house, which at this point, it enters and changes to humanoid form. Then they lick the oil out of lamps or paper lanterns and turn back into fireballs and then move to the next house. Hmm. They're believed to be ghosts of people who went unpunished unpun- after stealing oil and life and was unable to pass on to the next life. Huh. Who went the unpunished? Oil. Yeah, they went unpunished, yeah. Ah, so if you get away with it, you might turn into one of these things. Yeah, mm. yeah oil was very expensive in Japan around the time the Abora uh, Akago um, what was believed in, so it would be devastating to lose this uh, creature. So so basically, you have a little fireball that turns into a little baby. And it's just like... And then... Uh, I mean, technically, nowadays, I think technically harmless. Yeah. But it would be very terrifying to see, like, a tiny child just, like, just, like, licking the inside of, uh, like, a, a like, a oil lamp. Just be like, <laughs> ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> Yeah, and then it, it turns into a ball of fire and floats away. And I can imagine it, like, I can imagine it, like, not caring if someone's looking at it. Yeah. So it's probably, like, I can imagine it being annoying and, like, bringing it to the person's bedroom, waking them up, and then doing it while looking them in the eyes. Oh, God. Like a, <laughs> like a cat that knows what it's doing is bad, but doesn't care. Yes. I can imagine that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, on one hand, I want to say that's kind of cute, that it comes in, licks up some oil, and then goes away, and turns back into a fireball. Like, not cute, exactly, but, like, well, if we were still doing the uh, 
if you're still doing the story segment after this, mm-hmm. I can imagine someone adopting one of these. Yeah. So, like, I, it can be cute. Also, its name is Oil Baby, which, you know, yeah. is, I don't need now. It would be expensive to keep fed, especially in that time period in Japan. Maybe not so much now, but. Yeah. Um, is Does Japan have a lot of fire-based infant things, or is this just we happen to do two in one episode? Um, there's a lot of fire-based stuff. But also, I just happened to somehow get two fire <laughs> baby ones that are specifically start out as fire <laughs> and turn into a baby. Uh, this, yeah, this is another um, uh, Phil- uh, Philippines. I need to do a little bit of studying, but I think there was like some baby insecurity or something like that happening. Around colonialism? Probably. Around the colonialism. <laughs> For um, various reasons. Yeah, because like a lot there's a lot of like baby stuff mm-hmm. like there's a, there's a sabin i want to say which hangs out with the manongal um thing that its whole thing is like around like catholic uh catholic holidays it just kind of goes during holy week it goes out and steals a child's heart it just makes it into an amulet i feel like they just needed a really good reason why their babies were dying yeah, maybe. Without saying colonialism. <laughs> Which it was colonialism. Well, the fact that it happens around Catholic holidays is a little yeah. bit suspicious. Yeah. Um, well, um, yeah, but so we have Doans. Uh, or Doans, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the children of. Uh, they're the spirit of children who died before they were baptized or christened. christened. So they were cursed to roam the forest forever. Doans are feared both by parents and children. Doans are often described as a mainly naked child, sometimes wearing a banana leaf or a loincloth on their lower half. They're about two to three foot tall and have featureless faces with only a small mouth. So most of that, I'm going to say, besides the featureless face, it's just a child. It's just a child. Yeah. Um, Now the featureless face, though. Mm. Not great. Yeah. I will admit, not... not Ideal, but I can get used to that. Oh no, no! This comes from the this comes from the Caribbean. Mm. Never mind, never mind. Sorry, a different a different colonial uh, colony. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I get my colonialism mixed up sometimes. Um, but yeah, so it 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 normally hides uh its face under like a huge straw hat, which allows them to pass as a normal child until you see them close. And the most identifiable trait of a Doan is that their feet uh, that that their feet is turned backwards. Ah, uh. yeah. So, um, the I would say it would probably be kind of cute seeing like a tiny, like a little little a, a little child walking around with a big old hat mm-hmm. and everything. The backwards feet thing is a little the a backwards little weird. Feet, feet thing is I think for me worse than the featureless face. Yeah, because. You can draw eyes on it. Well, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like it's no, that part to me is no more of a big deal than like any other like birth defect sort of thing. Yeah. But the backwards feet, something about that is just like, mm-mm, no, no, yeah. Uncanny Valley, no thank you. 
Um, well, uh, they are malicious. Uh, when the moon is full, they will lure, lure children deep into the forest. Sometimes the chil- a child is found shortly after, but in most cases, a child will never be seen again. They will learn a child's name and lure them away from their home by calling their name. To avoid uh, their parents... Uh, the parents of the children they're taking? Yeah. Yeah, calling a parent's... Sorry, what? No, sorry. To avoid avoid this, parents try to avoid calling a child's name too loudly in open areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Doings will also play with children in order to lure them away from homes in, into a forest. I'm just saying, like, I'm probably already in the forest. I was raised in the backwoods <laughs> of Kentucky. Like, you know, I'm already there. I and definitely like, got lost in the forest at least once when I was a kid, so... I would have been a goner. I would have gone. <laughs> a doing can also become fond of a particular person and come into their house like, continually crying and knocking on doors asking to be their parents. I'm just saying that was actually me. I had a real bad mom. Ooh. I was just like, I want you to be my mom, please. You are my new parent now. I have decided. Yep. You were nice to me once. So if you, hang on, if you take the doing up on this and like adopt it, does it stop luring kids away? We'll, we'll, we'll probably have to discuss raised. that later, because I don't think it does. <laughs> but we'll discuss it. Mm, that's um, not great. When when they like a person, they uh, they can be near impossible to get rid of, because they're very persistent and clingy. Uh, the Duins have a soft side, though. They've been known to help injured animals and mimic animal cries in order to throw hunters off the, uh, off, uh, the track to protect wildlife. It's also pos- possible to summon a doing and ask it to play pranks on people of your choosing. <laughs> but their clinkiness can make it tricky to get rid of when you summon them. Um, to release a doing from its cursed state, you must sprinkle it with holy water and recite a baptismal prayer. Then it can rest in peace. Mm. Now, I'm gonna say that's a that's a that's a, just a toddler that that's yeah. insecure, right? <laughs> Clingy, yeah, clingy and persistent. Yes, definitely. Yeah, just knock pretty much every like, toddler hey. I've met. Like you're my mom now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you are. The kid I babysit three times in the last two weeks has said that he's going to find another family because I won't let him watch TV. I'm not oh, even I- in his family. He's like, I'm packing up and moving away. Goodbye. I uh, I told my great grandma um, that I'm going to. I'm going to run away um, because she wouldn't let me uh, pet the alligator snapping turtle that would come up into her yard sometimes. Um, I'm still mad at her about it um, in some way because, like, I mean, come on. It's an alligator snapping turtle. It's like, first off, I thought it was cute and I wanted it. It was Uh real big. It was around when she was a child. He was over 50 years old. Okay, but maybe I just don't know that type that species but like alligator snapping turtle sounds very much like someone I, something i would not let a child pet well, it, well first off it's real gnarly looking mm-hmm. like it it earns its name alligator snapping turtle sure which um, is i'm sure why child jesse was was very intent on petting it yes though no, i wanted it first <laughs> off i love turtles mm-hmm. second off it was a big turtle mm-hmm. third off sometimes it would visit me like why wouldn't i want not want to pet it um, yeah, child me was immensely upset that I wasn't allowed to pet it. <laughs> I would be too, to be honest. 
uh, yeah, I mean, like, come on, it's a big turtle. Why wouldn't I want to pet it? <laughs> yeah, like, except I had for- a small, I had a small turtle, mm-hmm. and I was able to pet that as much as I wanted. Um. Would it have bitten you? Like, do you know for sure? Oh, well, one hundred percent. I would have been missing a finger. Oh, one hundred percent. So Grandma made the right decision there. I mean, yeah, but I'm still up. But I mean, I was still very upset, <laughs> and I was also very persistent and clingy. Okay, but I wouldn't talk. Like, I would just pull on like I would just pull on like pants legs mm-hmm. and like point towards things. <laughs> uh. I can't blame you, but like, yeah. The yeah. the okay. The interesting part for me about the doings is the bit where you said that people could call on them to play pranks on others, and I feel like that is, um, fighting fire with napalm in a way. Like you are vastly overreacting to whatever caused this prank war if you unleash a child stealing spirit on them. Like, surely you have very little control about what it does after you summon it, yes? So, okay, well, here's here's the thing that I would, I would hope. And this is, this is the, like, this is me winning the prank war, by the way. <laughs> of, 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 you summon the doing, and you're, like, and you summon it, and you, you're, like, you're, you're, like, you're nice, but like not nice enough to it that it like it wants to do. But it still like really wants to prank the other person. Mm-hmm. But the other person is nice to it because it knows it's a child because it thinks it's a child, mm-hmm. and then the, it gets clingy to the other person. Mm. So like, so first off, it gets a prank played on them, and second off, they have a child they can't get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> That's you winning the prank war. That is true. <laughs> so if you yeah, if you know for sure that the other person is going to just be kind by default even if they're being pranked. Well, I'm going to I'm going to assume that if you're going to pull this out mm-hmm. as as an option for your prank war, it's the big guns. You're, like they're either going to be heartless monsters or you're just really you go like from 0 to 90 and like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe yeah, maybe exactly. they like yeah, maybe they uh they like they posted noted like your desk once, and mm-hmm. you're just like, well, guess what? You have a child for the rest of your life. Extreme overreaction. <laughs> Here you go, have a demon baby. By the way, I hope you don't have a child and say its name around it because it's gonna <laughs> lure it into the woods. Um, are you oh, still wait, doing wait, wait, the story wait. segment? Are we still doing so that? No, no, we're not doing that. Okay, because I was gonna say, um, I would be very interested in a story where someone who's gotten a doing attached to them, like tries to rehabilitate it and uh, teach it not to steal other kids. Yeah. With very little success. Well, okay. Okay. Here, here's one thing. Sometimes a child is found shortly after, but in most cases they're not never seen again. Mm -hmm. Well, well, so if we're going to do that story, maybe it's just the one that's really bad at disappearing children. <laughs> like, the child is always found afterwards, mm-hmm. and the doing is also found always. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just like, come on. Yeah, trying to, like, it tried to kill the other kid, I guess, but, like, very incompetently. And, like, like maybe, maybe, like, maybe the child just, like, walks away. Like, maybe it just tries to take it, like, towards, like, the first clearing that, like, everyone goes to. And yeah. it's just like, and it's just like, 
that that that's the first place the parent looks and be like, oh look, my child. And, then, <laughs> and the dude is just like, Trap. yeah, it doesn't take it deep enough, or it's not persuasive enough to like make the child stay. Or, or it has, or it has a uh, a lisp, and it doesn't say the child's name right. <laughs> each or time. it gets the wrong name. Like, no, that's my yeah. brother's name. <laughs> I mean, I'll walk with you. I mean, you're weird. I'll walk with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you trying to do? Oh, are you trying to push me off a cliff? It's not a very high cliff. No, like <laughs> I, I can jump down. <laughs> like, is this why we find our brother over here all the time? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so yeah. here's the last one we're going to talk about. This is this one's going to be like the older one of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the uh, Hitosumi uh, Kozo. They're about the size of a 10-year-old child, but otherwise they resemble a bald Buddhist monk. Um, their most distinctive feature, however, is a single giant eye peering from the center of their face and a long red tongue. Mm. Uh, they generally don't cause injury, and they are uh, said to suddenly appear and surprise people. And it is a comparatively harmless type of yokai. Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly, they dislike beans. Um, beans? But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, beans. Yeah. Um, but somehow, before anyone knew that uh, uh, knew it, the Hito um, Sume Kozo switched to having tofu as its favorite food. Um, and they they mostly appear outside more than inside. That's just kind of like a just kind of like a scamp. It's a little scamp. It's a little prankster. Like to jump out and spook ya. Yeah, it's just like boo. And you're just like, oh dude. man, yeah, that scared me. Mm-hmm. What's what's going on with that eye? <laughs> what and that tongue? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that's it. Would that's you like I some have. tofu? <laughs> <laughs> but is it tofu made out of beans? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. But uh, But yeah, that's that's it. Um, what? Which one was your favorite? Um, probably the first one. Um, the the uh, Ichiko. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a that lot. One seems, it's just a baby. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> harmless and kind of cute. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. The one that sheds its skin like a banana, because that's bad. Uh, yeah. No, sorry, like a snake. Worse, worse. Um, I don't know. The duo was cool. Yeah, it, it was. It was interesting. Uh, the detail about the backwards feet was uh, gave it that bit of edge. I feel like I feel like I would get over the backward feats like a lot once it like keeps on like uh pulling on my pant leg and being like uppies, uppies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think this was defective. <laughs> 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 Can I return this to the baby store? No, because it's clingy and persistent. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, there might be people who want that in their life. Yeah. You know? Like I can imagine, like a like a really lonely person, like just kind of like, like summoning one and mm-hmm. just being nice to it, be like, it's better than nothing. Someone wants me. <laughs> well, if you want your kid to never grow up and always be dependent on you, I mean, I maybe. know people like that. Yeah, they're the people who have like ten babies. Yes, like they just always want a child, and then yeah around and i don't understand why you just have to like you just have to carefully monitor any play dates because it will lure 
other kids into the woods. Well, okay, okay, what, but, but what, okay, but if it's clingy to a person, mm-hmm. what if it just lured it to its home? Uh huh. Which would be your home, of course. Yeah. And you just end up with a lot of extra children that you have to return. <laughs> <laughs> that does it i can't remember does it say what it does with the kids like does it turn no. them into other doings or no they're these are unbaptized children who died right okay so, so probably eats them but well it doesn't say anything about like eating maybe just say. like abandons it in the woods and lets it die yeah maybe i mean there's several ones that just kind of lure kids into the woods and or men, they just like luring people. Yeah, just like just, just lure. There's a uh, there's a Hispanic monster that apparently just has like the world's best butt because you never see <laughs> the front of them, and it just lures like horny men and like small children um, <laughs> into like caverns and uh and and just kind of leaves them to die. World's greatest ass. Yeah, like, cause, cause, like, it has a, it, it has a, like, a skull face. Like, it, it, it's, it's basically like a sexy skeleton. Hmm. But, like, you never see its face when you do it. Like, it just lures you in. So, like, apparently it's just, like, like, coquettishly being like, hey, what's going on? But, like, over, but over Follow its shoulder me. without you seeing its face. <laughs> and it just has, like, a real rocking butt. Because, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> me personally, I don't know about you, Laura. Mm hmm. But I need to see a face. Like you can, I would I certainly f- prefer to see the face before I followed someone anywhere. Well, well, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, let's, like, let's just, like, I mean, like, if you're if you're gonna be horny about like a person, like, yeah, I want to yeah. see their face as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, because you can have a real good body, but like a face, you're just like, ugh. Well, and I'm not to shame people, but you know, sometimes you're not attractive. Sometimes the faces, <laughs> um, and. Like, the only thing I can think of is just, like, a butt that's, like, so magnificent that you have to see more of it. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the only way I can think I would let someone just, like, lure me away. Well, maybe they're, like, chasing after her going, but I need to see your face. Can I, can you look at me just for a minute? And then follow her to their death. Like, you were just kind of bathing naked at a, at a public, at a public fountain, and I want to help you. Oh, God. Because uh, <laughs> that's also what they do. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not talking about uh, people that lure away horny people no. to die. This is a child-focused um, episode. This is a child-focused episode. Um, and uh, we're going to get to the segment where we discuss, would you adopt it? My diagnosis is that no one has been treating you well. What do you Love's the only medicine. You know, just let's just discuss if you would adopt these these things. So the Ijiko. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. So it's so it's a fire baby. I'm gonna say yes, one hundred percent. And I feel like if the baby's like cool with being on fire, I could deal with that easier than a full blown meltdown. Yeah, no and, pun intended. and also also like licking or biting a face, that's just a child. That's just a child. That's that's what they do. As long as they like don't have sharp teeth, that's fine. Uh, it's and like actually, my know, cousin has bitten my sister on the cheek more than once. My my little sister has a scar permanently on her on her cheek because uh my ba- my baby aunt who I'm not going to get into this. They're babies at the same time, mm-hmm. but my baby aunt, my little sister, were babies at the same time. A baby aunt just bit her in the face one day. Yep, my um, permanent scar. <laughs> 
my middle sister, who's younger than me, when the new baby arrived, um, the youngest one, she got really jealous one time and bit her on, yeah, again, on the face, just like, cause she was upset that the baby was getting more attention than her. That's, I mean, this, this is just a baby. That's, and you know, that's how gonna, kids if, are. And if you're gonna, if you're gonna adopt a baby, I mean, adopt this, like, cool baby. Cool fire baby. Yeah. It has a trick you can show off. Yeah. And it comes with uh, a basket. There we yeah, go. Yeah, even, yeah, it's, it's like, this, this is like, hands down easy. Oh, for sure. Um. Now then we have the uh tri uh trianac. Um this is the the bald-headed goblin baby with the sharp teeth nope. and weird eyes and Nope. Uh Well, I mean, okay, well let's let's well, let's give it a chance. Let's give it a chance. Like, we're going to go through a couple things, okay? Okay. So, hey, you okay, convinced so me. This, okay. So, so this is so this is a baby that it wants it wants like obviously it wants the attention, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um and I would say that you know, maybe, uh, you know, you have a sacrifice, uh, like a, you know, you have someone like take the blow the first time, but then like, and maybe you just like treat it nice and it becomes like, okay, maybe it mm. turns into a, maybe you make it not shed, have <laughs> a, a shedded skin, yeah, a baby how, skin. Though, do you just well, not give it back the baby skin to climb back into or? Like I don't know. I feel like the skin shedding is a deal breaker for me. Well, well. So if you so okay. So also he the murder. Once. The murder is bad too. Well, well. Let's let's just say that you're. Let's say you find it after it murdered someone. Uh huh. Okay, and I'm gonna assume that it like probably eats or drinks the blood or something like that. Like so, it's full, mm-hmm. and maybe like it's not in its skin suit yet. Mm-hmm. So I just like, find the weird looking baby who's just eaten someone yeah well well i mean maybe maybe you don't think it's like you know maybe an animal you know okay got it but that what i think that implies is that to keep it happy and um not wanting to attack you you would have to keep feeding it people well well, or you can just meet it like uh, i guess just like raw meat Uh, you can feed it pork hmm that's supposedly if how humans taste like. You could maybe convince me, but I don't know. Probably not. I wouldn't pick it up and take it home just on my own. I'd well, have to be convinced. I don't know. I feel. I feel like there is a way. I feel like there's a way to make this like peaceful. Like all you would do is just feed it a meat diet. Okay. You know. And like, I don't know if it would grow up. I don't think I think you'd just think stay a baby for. Do, I think you'd just stay a baby. Like that's the thing. I can see convincing a toddler kid to like be better, or or a spirit that like gradually grows up to change and like because you can teach them right. If it's in like an infant, infant, and it's never going to get out of infant stage, it's never going to learn better the minute you stop feeding it that meat diet it's turning on you yeah it's kind of like a baby scorpion like it uses all of its poison Mm -hmm. instead of yeah instead of just a little doses which is why baby scorpions are more dangerous by the way are they both are yeah yeah baby scorpions are more dangerous they don't know how to dose effectively 
Yeah, they don't know how to dose. Like, basically, mm-hmm. they just spread all of their venom to you instead of, uh, you know, use it as a warning. Because, like, scorpions use it as a warning. Mm-hmm. Um, adult ones. Like, it's just like, get away from me. Yeah. Um, But when baby scorpions do it, they do a lot more. Yeah, so I feel like it's that sort of all or nothing thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it would be, it'd probably be on that level. Yeah. I don't know. I would say no. And if if you've ever tried to feed a baby who's screaming because it's hungry, like, they don't get the wait just a minute thing, you have to feed it now. And if its alternative is like, if you don't get me food right now, I'm going for your face, that's that's a problem. That being said, I feel like you could swaddle it. Yeah. Maybe. Like, if you get swaddled. But if it can shed, I don't know, the, the, I feel like it could wiggle out. You can swaddle pretty tightly, but I feel like like it could wiggle out if it can get out of its own skin. Okay, I don't mm. know. I'm gonna say no. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to like come up with devil's advocate stuff, but like I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we have the Abura Akago, which is the oil baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say yes, 100. percent Yeah, this is basically just this is basically just like a really cool familiar you have. Yeah, it turns into a fireball and floats around, and then you know, you and then you give house. it like a, yeah, and then you give it like a little bottle of like. A little bottle of like lamp oil every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like a little baby calcifer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like really, really like I think that'd be great. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely adopt it. I would, I would I'd- get this one and the Iki. I'm, I don't remember the name. Ichiko. Ichiko. Um, and they would be like little fire siblings. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be real great. God, you'd have to fireproof your house though, <laughs> very much, especially in Japan where everything is. I very fl- built of wood and often flammable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so far, two out of three. Mm-hmm. So then we have the doings. I don't think you're adopting this one. It's adopting you. Yeah, I feel like you don't but, have a choice in that. But but let's say let's say you do find one. You find one. It's in the middle of the woods. Um. You don't have a child, mm-hmm. so you don't know that it takes them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's crucial. You can't have kids already. Yeah. So, I would say, like, maybe? I don't know. Like, the featureless face, I can kind of get over a little bit. Yeah. Um, it just wears a lot of hats. Yeah, it wears hats. Uh, the feet, feet are backwards, but again, like, you can get used to that one. Yeah. Pretty easily. Eventually, yeah. Um, I mean, it plays pranks on people. Yeah, but it's... It doesn't seem to outright murder people other than luring kids into the forest. So that I'm fine with. Pranks pranks are fine. Pranks I can put up with. And like hmm. I mean, and really really the rest of it's just you having like a 2 or 3 year old. Exactly. And while they can't really be reasoned with, they can at least like be taught not to kill. Well, maybe. It can maybe be taught to uh to not kill people. And much like and much like a two or three year old, like sometimes it's just naked. Mm-hmm. Oh, f- quite so. frequently. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I think this is like a maybe. Depends. I would say probably yes. Um, barring a couple like uh, extenuating circumstances, like already having kids or whatever, then yeah, I probably would. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely see this would be good for the person who like always wants to have a baby around. Yeah. As well. Or toddler. The toddlers are to- very cute. And a perpetual yeah. toddler, I think, would be in some ways better than a perpetual infant. Oh, yeah. 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 Man. So, well, um, then the last one we have is a uh, Hitsume Koza, which is a 10-year-old who likes to play pranks. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, definitely. It, it's like, Sounds I think like it'd be pretty kid. chill. Yeah, it's just, just a kid, you know? Sometimes it scares you and you're just like, oh, fuck. Uh, but that's it, really. Yeah, that's fine. Um, And, you know, it's long red tongue and the eyes thing. Like, I mean. That's not. I mean, that's no big thing. That's whatever. Like, I've seen worse. Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't like beans, but, like, again, like, I get that's just a 10-year-old thing. if that's the only thing it doesn't like, that is the least picky child I have ever met. If- but tofu, though, like, I mean, yeah. and tofu is pretty easy to get. Yeah, exactly. Pretty easy to prepare, too. Does it say if it's a vegetarian, or does it just like like tofu in general? It just likes tofu. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's easy. It likes being outside. I mean, really, really, this is just like a well-behaved 10-year-old that sometimes likes to scare people. Yeah. I mean, that's real. Again, easier to deal with than many 10-year-olds I've met. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, definitely. I would, I, I would say good, yeah, so definitely. So really, really, we, there's only, like, one we don't want to, like, adopt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because it will try to eat you. Yes, that is... Th- that and the skin shedding, I think, have me saying no to that one. But all the other ones, yeah. I feel like I could probably do okay parenting them. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know about that, but but I would at least make an attempt. Well, actually, two of them are basically just familiars, mm. actually. Yeah. The Ichiko and uh, Aburakago yeah. are basically just familiars. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, four out of ten. Yeah, I mean, four out of five, uh, pretty good. So so let's get to my- yeah, four out of five, let's, sorry. Let's get on my favorite. Now, let's get to my favorite part of the show. Uh, baby fight. This uh, is where we pit uh, Cryptid against infinite spawning babies. Um, now, these uh, the, what we're talking about, I say babies, but I should say toddlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are exactly two years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're about, a foot and a, uh, about two and a half feet tall, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, they weigh about 30 pounds. Uh, they can walk upstairs one foot at a time. And jump with both feet. Okay. Uh, they get big, mad, and big, sad. <laughs> uh, they they sleep about thirteen hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, if you hand them one thing, they will drop the thing that's in their hands already. Okay. All right. Which is, by the way, my favorite thing to do with a child. <laughs> like you, they pick up a toy, and then you hand them a cookie, and they drop it, and then they just spend the entire time trying to pick up that toy while eating the cookie. It's great. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're just going to go through these. Now, this is set in American football stadium size field. Okay. Um, it is clear- sealed off. There's no escape. And this is to the death. The cryptid will die eventually. 
Okay. Um. So, but infinite spawning. It's every minute. Okay. Every minute a toddler comes out, and I'm not counting. I'm not counting how many toddlers come out. Mm-hmm. Some of the toddlers are just gonna fall over and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to, like, trip and just be crying, and some of them are just going to play with the other toddlers. I'm talking about the toddlers that specifically get to the cryptid. And these toddlers do have a bloodlust. Oh, okay, well. cool. Yeah. That's an important yeah. detail. Yeah, they do have a bloodlust. Okay. They do want to kill. So let's... But some of them get distracted. You okay. Know? So let's start with the first one. Yeah, yeah. So the Ichiko. The Ichiko. 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 I think Ichiko um, is the strawberry. <laughs> I feel like if this is a if this is just a flame... Not much, Not really. much. Like, a couple of them would get burned, but it's not constantly on fire. So... And, and I'm... They, they yeah, would, like, bite like, them with gummy things, but I think the toddlers could easily take it down. Yeah, I feel like it would only take, like, maybe one or two. The first mm-hmm. one kind of puts out the fire with its body, and then the second <laughs> one just kind of bites at it. Yep. Yeah. I don't think it's going to take much. If these toddlers have got baby teeth, then yes. It's- oh, no, definitely. Yeah. No, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, no, those sharp teeth. I mean, they can, they can, they can rip out your throat. Like they're that, they're sharp. Like, yeah. So, um, and and this is a baby. So, like, this is a clear baby. So maybe it has like one or two baby teeth, mm-hmm. but, but like not gums. enough to really do anything. Yeah. Just gonna go. Try to lick them. That's, it's going down fast and hard. Yeah, it's gonna go down fast. I'm gonna say two. This is, maybe even this one. Is surprisingly dark. Okay. Uh, well, no, no. This one. This is the dark part. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so now we get to the <laughs> this one's gonna be ooh okay mm. so the ty, ty, uh, tie just a bloodbath and it comes just, out oh. fine it's got sharp teeth it it, it well, kills no, no, eventually, but it kills eventually it will die but it, eventually it will die mm, I guess when it gets Eventu- full yeah so I think it's gonna be depending on how many cause like it eats adults yeah so like I think it's gonna probably take like what like Two, maybe three babies oh, to I fill think it, it up. Depends on whether it's always full after it finishes the adult, or if it's sometimes still hungry. Well, and also it depends on how long it takes to eat one. Yes, too. that is true. Because like because it a be baby's coming out every minute. Yeah, if it takes more than a few minutes. Um, if and, it and, continues um, to fight it, after it, like if it keeps biting even though it's not eating after it's full. I think it would take about, like, 10 to 15 to finally get it. Yeah. Also, I do want to point out that it does have wonky legs. That's true. I can't run. And toddlers toddlers are real fast. Oh, God, they're fast. Yeah. So, if they don't trip... Yes. <laughs> which they, is they, important. They're going to catch important up to point. it. Yeah. They, they have the speed advantage there. They have the strength advantage. Uh, I would like to argue for less, and here's why. Okay. So its legs are wonky, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say it's gonna take a little bit to eat, to eat a toddler. Um, so once that second one comes out, if it's still eating, it gets blindsided, or it's or it's trying to get away. Mm-hmm. That toddler's just gonna get on it. And I think once you, once you get the head, once you get the head on the ground where it can't like really do much with it, I think it's gone. Okay, but you said that the toddlers have a bloodlust, but toddlers are not very focused. And they don't have a good sense of how you can take something out fast. So I think it's going to start with like either hitting it with its fit with their fists, or like scratching and biting at it. And at that point, the thing stops eating, turns around, takes a bite of that toddler. 
I think it needs to be overwhelmed by numbers before it goes down. Okay. I don't think it's going to okay. keep eating as the toddler goes after it, you know? Yeah. Well, I would I would say that Okay, I would yeah. Because there's going to be the sacrificial one. Mm-hmm. For sure. Of course. Oh, the first For few sure. dot. There's, For there's, sure. There's always, there's always a sacrificial toddler. <laughs> this is, uh, there's always God, one. God, I hate this. But, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I feel like it depends on how it goes for it. Um, like, if it does manage to get, like, its, its good leg, like the longer one, uh-huh. and it falls down. Mm-hmm. It depends, because like I've had toddlers try to smother me mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. with their bodies. Yes, they are good at that. Yeah, and so, getting like, knees I feel like in just take, very uncomfortable places. I don't, I don't, because it, it has to be picked up <clears throat> before it goes to eat someone. Uh, yeah, so it's not that mobile. It definitely can't run. I'm just saying it, it's going to need to be out teamed by like three or four before it is too overwhelmed to keep biting. Yeah, and then and then it's going to get just like overwhelmed at some point, probably smother. Yeah, so I'm going to say that the first like five probably die either from like just straight up being eaten or like slow blood loss. Uh, I would say it it takes till like eight, nine, ten for it to to get overwhelmed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. One hundred percent. Really, if you think about it, it's just toddlers picking on a baby <laughs> with real sharp teeth. With really sharp teeth. Yeah. Um, now, we have the Abura Akago. Yes. Um, this one, it turns into a fireball, and then it turns into a baby. Fireball part, bad. Fire, the orb of fire thing. Fire the thing bad. with fire. The, the or thing with fire mm-hmm. is, if you can get it covered, mm. like, it's it's done. It's done at that point. Like you, can, you can get, you can cover the human body. You can cover it with a lot of things, um, and it, and as long as soon as it's deprived from oxygen, yeah, I guess it would depend how big the orb is. It how depends, many I think need. it depends on how big the orb. Yeah, I think it's going to be maybe the size of a baby because it turns into a baby, right? Like conservation of mass, probably it's the same rough yeah. size. Yeah, and it's probably going to take it a little bit to. I would assume that it needs the oil as well. Mm-hmm. So like it probably that depends on how long it takes. It would run out of fuel. So not yeah. nearly as many. Probably not four nearly as many. Top. Now now if it turns it now if it turns into the baby that licks the, the oil. Oh yeah. Goner. Total goner. Oh no, it's a goner real it again, it's 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 a it's a toddler versus toddler. I've seen that those fights go down. Yeah. They're like one gets one good hit in and it's over. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say two or three if it's a baby form. Now if it's now if it is uh if it's fireball form, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's gonna take enough it's gonna have to be smothered. Mm-hmm. And that might turn into a wave of a wave of toddlers, much like the World War Z mm-hmm. uh zombies. Horrifying. Thank you for that yeah. mental image. Well, no, a lot <laughs> a lot of them end like that. The angel battles all ended like that. Just waves of babies. Infinitely spawning an eternal war that's told throughout time. The toddlers versus the seraphim. Because <laughs> they have fire swords, so they can burn the cor- corpses. Okay, so, so that, less yeah. than ten, probably more than two. Or three. Yeah. I'm going to say eventually it probably has to turn into a baby and get some form of oil, mm-hmm. which I'm going to be real grim and say baby fat. Ooh. 
I'm gonna be real gripped because could it, it, it get ha- to I mean, it obviously though? It needs- like it it says that it like licks the oil out of lamps, which I imagine are not that hard to get into. Um, so I don't know if it has like the means to get to the unrendered baby fat, which is well, or 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 it's gonna try to take some other fuel like hair, mm. which again it will have to turn I don't know into if that'll work for a fire. It. Yeah, well, I mean, it it obviously needs fuel. So it's probably going to go with what it has. I think what's going to be the easiest is probably going to be hair. Um, so next one is doing. I'm just going to say not much. Not much. If it doesn't have anywhere to lure it to, um, two. I'm yeah. going to say two. Yeah. Like, come on. It's 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 a baby versus baby fight. Yep. It's whatever. Now the the hit to uh, the hit to me uh, Kozo though. Big size advantage. Speed advantage. First off, size advantage. Yeah. Speed size. Um, strength, obviously. Strength, yeah. Probably not the bloodlust, which is. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a Buddhist monk and not a warrior monk. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I mean, I'm gonna say like it doesn't. Wouldn't take too many to, for uh, for a ten year old to be taken out. No, probably about five. But, I but, think would would pr- definitely bring it down. Now it has like it has to get to it, of course. But I feel like once uh, once the uh, once the toddler hits in the back of the knees, it's it's pretty much gone. Yeah, I've seen a toddler take down a grown man by hitting its weak knees. <laughs> once you're on the <laughs> so. ground, it's over. It's sort of like a, a pack of wolves taking down a moose situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just gotta trip it first. Yeah, and then once it's down, it's uh, it's all over. And I mean, another thing too is like, even if it like gets away, eventually it's going to be, there's going to be so many babies, it's going to be hard for them mm-hmm. to get away. Well, that's the thing. The you t- can run away from one baby, but when they flank you. <laughs> and also, like, I mean, let's say that they've been at it for, let's say it's been at it for an hour. That's 60 babies just kind of laying around. Yeah. Or you're chasing after you. Yeah. And I'm going to say, like, maybe half of them, maybe half of them are taking a nap, but still, like, that's a lot of babies. <laughs> that's a lot of babies. Yeah. Even in a football stadium size. Yeah, and, you know. Are yours bigger like than ours? I can't remember. Um, ours is a hundred yards or three hundred feet. That is very little to me. Uh, um, very big is the a point. Yard, a yard is like a little under a meter. Okay, a hundred yards. That's not a lot. I think ours are longer. Actually, they have more downs. Or something. Anyway, it's yeah. a big area, but it would yeah. fill up, especially if the babies are chasing you. Yeah. And you'd run out of stamina uh, before, like, you'd I, run out of stamina, but more babies would keep coming. So even if they got tired, which toddlers don't, as far as I know. <laughs> That's not true. They do get tired, but, like, they can keep going well, for surprisingly well, I forgot long. To mention, I forgot to mention just an hour after their nap, and they someone gave them a little bit of cake. Oh, So God. they have plenty of energy. Oh, no, he, it's a goner. It's a goner, for sure. Le- five. Five babies could take it down. And also, like, I mean, toddlers aren't that tall, but they can take up an entire bed. Yeah. Like, really easily. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, just imagine that, but, like, across a football field. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. So, re- really, if you think about it, this is the most, uh, actually kind of one-sided fight, because these are just tiny, tiny children for versus a bunch of toddlers with bloodlust. Yes. <laughs> so... So yeah. yeah, I think we're pretty much done. So, okay. uh, do we need to um, wrap up? 
Yep. Uh, what do you What do you have to plug? Yeah. So I do a podcast called Pitch Me Something, which Jesse has been a guest on three times, I believe. Uh, yep. You can check it out on our website at franklyimplausible.com, or we are on uh, iTunes and Google Play. Um, we talk about uh, basically we talk about writing prompts uh, in the form of like we take pop culture ideas and say, hey, what if I rebooted the Ninja Turtles or uh, similar things like that. What if I had this idea for a superhero universe, um, which was what Jesse talked about last time, which was super fun. Uh, you, it was very in depth. You should uh, you should go listen to that. Yep. So uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Alphabet Flight, where I talk about uh, Marvel characters thrice weekly. I also have another podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited, mostly Marvel series uh, issue uh, issue by issue with my friend Rob. I can't believe you do this. Sorry. Um. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I te- I technically do four right now. Yeah, but I can't believe you have not only multiple cl- podcasts, but at least one that comes out three times a week. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Very impressive. <laughs> this has been creepy. This has been creepy critters, and um, you know, maybe maybe fire babies are like kind of. Cool. I threw you off your rhythm. <laughs> this one happened yeah. there. Sorry. Yeah. Fire so, babies yeah, cool. So, yeah, fire babies are pretty cool. Yeah. So so bye. Bye. <laughs>